0: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code Listen to get fifty dollars off your purchase of five hundred dollars or more. That's code Listen at BlueNile.com for fifty dollars off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code Listen. Wrestle, wrestle, wrestle Wrestle, wrestle, wrestle Wrestle, wrestle, wrestle Mental imagery, visualization. And mental repetitions, also known as affirmations. Welcome back to Mindset Monday. Another great episode for you. We have a brand new product available to the wrestling world. And this has to do with our mid-match visualization sequence. We had a mid-tournament mindset. Now we have mid-match. Exactly
1: what you should be thinking about. So we're going to go through it today. That's right. To get that, go to the Wrestling Mindset website. WrestlingMindset.com. Go to products. And then under there, there will be an audio section so go to audio and that'll have the mid-tournament mindset, MP3s, and then the brand new imagery, visualization, and affirmation sequence.
0: And of course, so if you're here, like, drop us one of these. Give us the thumbs up, like, subscribe, hit the bell, get the notification because we're always pumping out great information. Obviously, we have our Mindset Monday, but sometimes we do things during the week and you don't want to miss out. We'd love to have you.
1: Yeah. And another thing we haven't mentioned in a while, get on our daily text service, daily text message, daily motivation, mindset tips and just um, overall leadership lessons, right? So text Mindset1 to 84576. So text Mindset1 to 84576. We'll put in the show notes also. But okay, let's get into it. Visualization, imagery, affirmation, sounds very psychological. What are they? How are they different? Um, what, What should we be thinking about them?
0: Well, mental imagery and, and visualization are basically the same thing. It's it's creating a, an image in your mind, right? We tend to think in terms of pictures and images, and it, and it's one of those things where a lot of times it might seem real psychological and oh, it's you know do, do you can I do this? Can I not do it? Well, it's really imagery and visualization. We all do it. You could picture what you know your um I was gonna say your mother, what our mother looks like. We could picture what your front what our front door looks like. We could picture what our high school looks like. So. You know, you you are already good at at imagery and visualization, but it is also a mental muscle, so it can be underdeveloped or it can be optimally developed. And we're always looking at the optimal. Right. So it's definitely something everyone already does. Some people are naturally more visual learners or more visual, more imaginative than others. So for them, it might be more developed by nature, but it's absolutely a muscle that you can look at it that way that can be developed. And even people who have it developed already, they can make it even better. In fact, a lot of times the people who have it, they, they, they can take it to their, their upside is even stronger, just like any other talent. So that's our imagery and visualization. And as far as affirmations, what we're really talking about is, is the subconscious mind. So what is the subconscious mind? The subconscious mind is what's going on under the surface that and I know I'm, I'm kind of giving more of a, a layman's definition of this, not a technical term, but basically what's what you're not aware about in your mind that's dictating a lot of your behavior. So kind of like our, our impulses or gut instincts, that's kind of a way to look at a little bit. That's one way of getting at the the un, the subconscious mind. So how do you because the subconscious mind, you're not consciously aware of it by definition, how do you program the subconscious mind and you do that by using things like affirmations and imagery which programs the conscious mind okay so the only way you get to the subconscious mind is by working on the conscious mind so affirmations getting mental reps just like you get reps for your strength training your sprints your skills your drills your technique you need to get mental reps so so those those thoughts Those images permeate into your brain, and now that becomes part of the subconscious. And now you're automatically thinking like that. You're automatically seeing success. But it has to be programmed uh, um, consciously.
1: Yep. And I was going to say, this is a little bit of a detour from before, because we didn't plan on doing this show this week, but we had, like, two coaches within the last couple weeks ask us about putting together something for visualization. I just did a session yesterday. I'll put it up, bring it up here, confidence week four where we talk about boosting confidence through affirmations. So I got the program right here. I was going through this yesterday with one of our athletes. Got a two-time state champ from Wisconsin, still building positive affirmations. But um, so yeah, it's a little bit of a detour. How, how about mindfulness? Because that's another term I think that gets thrown in there. Sometimes when you think about that, if you don't have a background in psychology, think imagery, visualization, affirmation, mindfulness. How is that one different? How would you define that one? Really,
0: mindfulness is more about staying in the moment and a lot of times just getting out of your own head, right? So most of the time when we're doing things, we're on autopilot. We're just kind of going through the motions. But but a mindfulness would be, you know, if, you, if you're eating your if you're eating a piece of fruit, let's just say that's a classic example they use, you don't just woof the fruit down. you, you, you taste it, you have the texture. I know this is hypocritical coming from me right? I'm woofing the food down. <laughs> but, but the reality is being in the moment, being where your feet are. So you know and then the reason why this is important from a from a performance perspective, people on this call is that if you're thinking too much about the outcome of the match, or you're thinking about what happened the last time we competed against each other, or you're thinking of other people's expectations, notice you're everywhere except the present moment. So mindfulness puts you into that present moment where you, and again, there's always an optimal point here. You don't want to be hyper, you know, a hyper mindfulness. Sometimes you're cued in too much to your emotions and your feelings. So I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling at my best today. Uh, you know, there's, you could obviously overdo it, but just being aware of the the, the physical and the tangible to put you into the present moment, that's
1: generally what people mean by mindfulness. Yep. And after, so going back to affirmations, first thing I think about is our first lesson that is our most consistent with every team, the, the mindset principles, which I think you have them back there. I have to move my camera a little bit, the four mindset principles there. And they're a little bit different for business versus versus sports or wrestling, but but essentially the same. And it's just taking those reps, right? It's mental reps. It's one thing to say, I'm the best once. It's one thing to say, I'm thankful for the opportunity to wrestle before one match. But if you're saying that every day, if you're saying that before workouts, after workouts, you start to beat that message into your mind. And, and going back to that, you're more mindful that you're grateful, you're thankful. It's, it's an opportunity. It's not an obligation. You get to wrestle, You don't have to wrestle. You can hang up the shoes if you want. It's an opportunity, not an obligation. So that's the first thing I think about when I think affirmations, the four mindset principles. Right. The the
0: simplest, when I usually take it from the top, I think about Muhammad Ali, how over and over he said, I'm the greatest of all time. And we know he said that before he was ever the heavyweight champion of the world. And then we met Joe Warren at Apex Wrestling Club a few years ago. We asked him, what's his mental edge? And he said, I tell myself all the time, I'm the baddest man on the planet. And I say it over and over until all the goosebumps go away and until I really believe it. And then we think back when we were at, at the University of Pennsylvania, and we had a sports psychologist and he would say, you know, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm a champion. And as, as funny as it sounds, it might have sounded funny when the sports psychologist said it, but it didn't sound funny when Muhammad Ali and Joe Warren said it. But it's the same thing. It really is the same thing. So it's and when you look at it in terms of mental reps. That that's that is how you feed the unconscious mind. How in other words, people will say, Well, I know to you know to say I believe in myself, but how does it really seep in? Like how do I really believe it? I even go back to um my spiritual director, Father Joseph, what, a while ago when he would say about prayer, sometimes it's important to pray vocally out loud because sometimes your mouth needs to teach your brain, your mouth needs to teach your heart. So you think about on Sundays or praying the creed, I believe, right? And that's and almost you know. You see this everywhere, basically, um, in terms of faiths, in terms of military, in terms of martial arts dojos. One of the consistent things you see is an affirmation, um, uh, you know, reiteration out loud of, of who I am, what I believe and what I'm about. So I thought that was real important that we build that into the mindset program where you're saying it out loud as opposed to reinventing the wheel. Let's get everyone on a regular basis going through these mindset principles so their, their mouth can teach their brain. Their mouth can teach their heart because people do a fear of losing or making mistakes. So we want to speak straight to that. That's, that's, an, right. that's an important point.
1: And then even just a basic affirmation like I'm the best. It's hard to believe that, right? It's hard to believe you're going to be a state champion, a national champion, an Olympic champion. And just think about how much negativity comes, comes down the pipeline in your mind on a given basis. Right, so you're combating that with positive affirmations. You know, you might have, I don't know how many, hundred, a 1, thousand negative thoughts in a day. So I need to combat that with positive affirmations. Right, so we got to take control of that. We can't just rely on our natural positive thoughts. We got to, you know, grab the bull by the horns and make sure we're doing that. So I think that's another thing that affirmations help with, just believing that you're going to achieve whatever you're you're setting out to achieve. And then the the next thing I have is focus. You had something to add there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was, I was taking notes as we were going. Probably probably a better way to have teed this up if we were working a little more sequential. You have the left side of your brain and the right side of your brain. Your left side of your brain usually responds more, is usually more activated when you're dealing with words. The right side of your brain tends to be more creative, right? The left side more analytical, logical, rational. Right side of the brain is more feelings, emotions, and um, responds more to images and to sounds, so you know, you ask the question: What part of your brain? What part of your brain do you want to be using? Go ahead. What?
1: Right. Both. Both. <laughs> Both <laughs> you when you're wrestling, when you're competing, you want you, you yes. want to use more of the right. But good. Right, right, but right, but, but as as a general rule, you want
0: to use your full brain. <laughs> use your full brain. <laughs> so so the point is the affirmations. This is why this is, would have been more sequential to do it this way. Because how do you program the left side of your brain? affirmations. How do you program the right side of your brain? More images, imagery, visualization, as well as music. That's what we always say. Careful about the music you listen to. If it's getting you too fired up and you're you're already a very energetic person, you might need to pull it back. If you're very laid back, you might not want to listen to the country music. You might want to listen to something that gets you going, depending on where you're at. So that's the left side of the brain, the right side of the brain. Uh, The other thing, um, the other point to make was that we were all born with creative minds. We kind of hit on this before. Most of us use our imagination, a God-given gift, hurting ourselves rather than helping ourselves. And an easy, easy way to think about this is, let's say, mini golf, something we were always ultra competitive with as, as kids. And a lot of times you visualize many ways that you can miss the putt. But a lot of times we don't visualize making the putt. Well, that could be related to almost anything. We tend to visualize as people, and some more than others, negative outcomes. You could choose to focus on, you could choose to imagine. I mean, sometimes maybe naturally you automatically are prone to thinking about a negative outcome, but you can override that system consciously. In other words, you're not completely out of effect. There is something you could do about it, and that's building in the positive imagery. Use the God-given creativity and imagination to help you rather than hurt you. That was the other point I had. And then the and then the final point I wanted to make now about affirmations is that it's important to tell yourself what you want rather than what you don't want. So one of the things we tell our athletes is that, you know, again, go back to the golfing imagery right there, or the golfing, right? If you say to yourself, don't hit the ball in the water, what your brain says, what your brain hears, your brain thinks first in terms of the subject. It says, hit the ball in the water. And then it thinks in terms of the negation. Do you do this or do you not do it? So don't hit the ball in the water. Your brain hears, hit the ball in the water. Wait, don't do it. The simplest example of this is, Don't think of the big pink elephant. Your brain thinks of the big pink elephant, and then it says, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So you're better off telling yourself what you want, not what you don't want. So you tell yourself, hit the ball straight. Now, how does that relate to wrestling? Because I originally heard that related to golf. I thought, how does this relate to wrestling? Well, if someone's in on your leg and you're telling yourself, don't get taken down, your brain is thinking about getting taken down. Instead of thinking
1: what what a lot of good coaches will say, they'll say, fight the position. Or, or a big a big scenario there would be at the end of the match. All right, I'm up by a point or two. Don't give up a takedown. Don't give up a stall. Don't give up a takedown. Don't give up a stall. Stalling, one, and then a takedown at the end. How many times have you seen that? What did used to right. say? Um, takedown makes it easy. Get one more. Finish not, the yeah. match on top. Finish the match on top was a big one I remember. But it's, that's the first thing that, that might be natural to say, don't give up the takedown. Don't give up a stall call. And then, sure enough, that happens. It's it, you, you could almost see it happening. You could almost see what's going on in a person's mind in those matches. They start wrestling more defensively. They're thinking, they're thinking, and then, you know, they're not acting. And then they oh. give up the takedown. <laughs> they give up the stall call. Right. A football team, you know, they 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 shift
0: into the prevent defense real real early towards the end. The prevent defense, which prevents you from winning. I mean, what's the defense doing the whole game? You're preventing, right? But but nonetheless, they're thinking about don't give you know don't give up a touchdown, and the team's marching the ball down the field. So and then wrestling also on on top. A lot of times, coaches will say, and we had coaches say this too: give up one, but not two.
1: That don't give a- up. Yeah. A lot of it. They a good example we use a lot with our brother: don't give up a reversal. Don't give up a reversal. Don't give up a reversal. Gave up a reversal. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, it happens. It's like it's what what do I want to do versus what I don't want to do. Right. Don't so give get, up 2 Don't give up too. I remember that in college. You know, my last year wrestling, I think in college, it was against a Cornell guy. Don't give up. Don't give up a reversal, and you win the match. Give up a reversal goes into overtime. Quick break from today's podcast. Wrestling season is here. Wrestling Mindset is the number one wrestling specific program anywhere in the world. This season, make sure to work with a wrestling mindset coach to get the mental edge so that you can build confidence, stay motivated, and bring out your best when it means the most. Wrestling Mindset works with hundreds of wrestlers and teams each year. We have a special offer this season for our podcast listeners. Go to our website at wrestlingmindset.com, click on the free trial session. Type your name and information. In the last section, you'll see additional information. Type in podcast discount. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount, and teams will have a $200 discount for any team program. Again, go to WrestlingMindset.com. Click on the free trial session. Type in podcast discount under additional information. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount in their first month, and teams will receive a $200 discount in any team program. Get the mental edge today. Now back to our podcast. Right. So it's, so the, the, key, the
0: thing is that we've either naturally, either we naturally have this or it's been developed with us over time. You know, maybe um, parents, coaches, friends, they tend to think that way. So it shapes the way we think. The point is that is something you can control, but it takes time. It's taken time for you to learn that. So it's going to take some time to unlearn that. But you but you can do it. So that's wrestling. Also, you know, guy gets out. Yeah, don't don't let him out. I'm thinking now Matt return. You know, you could think of countless examples of times when we tell ourselves what we don't want to do. Uh, The point is, with our mindset principles, here's the caveat I wanted to make, because two of our mindset principles are framed in the negative. Our first two mindset principles are framed in the positive. I'm thankful for the opportunity to wrestle. I'm aggressive and relentless. The last two are indeed framed in the negative, And coaches have brought this up about, I have no fear of losing or making mistakes. And I never, ever give up. Wouldn't it be more helpful to frame that positively? Well, that's that was a conscious choice because we wanted to speak straight to that issue and cut through all the garbage. That's That tends to be what people are worried about and what they're focused on. So we did that intentionally just to cut through it. And, and the, as far as the never, ever giving up situationally, it's a little bit different because that's where you have to where you have to dig down deep. But we're talking on a day to day basis when you're doing things and you're performing under pressure. Uh, that's not usually a situation where um, that that would make as much of a difference. Like when, you, when you're tired, like we said, the rules sometimes change a little bit when it comes to mindset anyway, um, when you're feeling tired bored, lazy, peer pressured, as we said with goal setting, that might be a time you remind yourself of your goals. Well it's the same kind of thing when when you're in a situation like that where you might need to tell yourself, don't quit. And that's okay and that's okay. So it's a conscious choice. We're doing that. I recognize that, but
1: nine times out of 10, you're framing things in a positive way. Just want to get those on the record. Right. So what are the best affirmations? I I had I wrote down a couple notes on what I think makes them effective. I think a short word or phrase Right, something simple, something that's meaningful, right? Something that has meaning. Maybe it's a movie that you watched. Um, you know, I think about like things from Rocky or Rudy, things that are just always going to be in your mind. Maybe an affirmation from that Rocky said. Um, maybe maybe it's something from Mr. T. Maybe something from Dra- well, Not Drago. He didn't speak English. But um, short, meaningful, and simple. That's what I would say for for good, solid affirmations. What else do you got?
0: Yeah, I know my in my motor learning class for my um, master's degree in exercise science, sports psychology. That's what it said. Short, quick cues, uh, phrases that you could that you could get right away. (laughs) Really, the key is is reps. He is reps and and using you have to use language that would work for you. So this is where you have to do some thinking. Will this work for me? Joe Warren can tell himself I'm the baddest man on the planet. He relates to that. He might not. But you need to know what does work for you. And it doesn't matter how it's – when it comes to something like this, to the, the affirmations, it really doesn't make a difference how it sounds to other people, right? It's do, do you relate to this? And then here's another way of getting at that. If, if you have a hard time wondering what affirmations you should tell yourself or that would benefit you, you know, think about a, a young kid who looks up to you and asks you this question. Like, what, what should I tell myself? right? Because if you're a high school wrestler, you probably have some young youth wrestlers looking up to you. What would you tell them if they said, what what should I tell myself? And you give them an affirmation, generally speaking, that's what would work for you. Because we tend to give other people that which would benefit us. So it's just another way of um, of, of answering that question that might not be so uh, so obvious. But it's whatever works for you in that situation.
1: Just get the reps. When are times we should use affirmation? So I think about during a match, before a match. Um, when, are, when are other times, I guess one thing that comes to mind is just when, when you need motivation, right? I remember you, you always used to say, I'm alert, I'm alive, I'm ready to go. And I'm, I'd imagine every time you said that, that wasn't the case, but it's a, it's a way to get yourself up. It's a way to get yourself motivated. So just a simple affirmation, a simple mantra, when you need motivation, I, when else would you need to, to utilize an affirmation?
0: Yeah. Kind of like what we said before, at times you're feeling tired, bored, lazy, peer pressure, tempted. Right. Um, as we said, that's where it's kind of in some ways, it's not as bad when you're like, you know, to use it, to use it in a negative way, to use it a negatively phrased like the never quit. Um, might not, you might not use that kind of um, affirmation in a moment of pressure, though, if that makes sense. Like if you're fighting off your back, that's a very different scenario than if you're right about to step into the wrestling match. You you know, you don't necessarily tell yourself don't quit or, or you know, Um I think also you, you, you take a page from, um, from the program, the unconscious mind really there and, and you, and like auto suggestion, you tend to be most susceptible to suggestion when you're, when you're tired. So that might be a thing you tell yourself before going to bed at night when you wake up in the morning or just t- times during the day, we tend to be more, um, we're not, you know what it is. We're not as critical. Generally speaking, before going to bed or, go, or or waking up in the morning, like we could we could be programmed a little bit easier because I'm not talking about when you're tossing and turning at night. That could be a, that's a totally different ball game. But if you're in a relaxed state, anytime you're in a relaxed state, it might be good to go through those.
1: Okay, how about visualization? We didn't touch too much on that. What are some best practices from visualization? Now I remember we went through this a little bit on a previous podcast. I think it was after the Super Thirty Two. Um, one of them being. Make sure to visualize some adversity too. Right? Don't just visualize the perfect match. Um, that's important, but visualize adversity and see yourself overcoming adversity. Um, the other caveat with visualization would be just knowing that you might not want to do it before bed if you get if it if it keeps you up at night. Right? Sometimes for some people that's the best time to visualize at night. But if you're realizing that 5 10 minutes of visualization turns into two hours of worrying about wrestling or <laughs> the next match, then I would try to find a different time to do it or set an alarm clock and make sure you stop after whatever 10 minutes, something like that. So what else do you have visualization? How else? Cause cause I was going through our, our course, imagery, visualization and affirmation. And um, you know, there's things that I think that the affirmations in there are going to help people to visualize maybe more effectively, more specifically.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, they, they, they do work together. The the left side helps the right side, the right side helps the left side. That's why you have both parts of your brain. But yeah, we we just did the whole series on this. Not visualizing. A strong recommendation would be not to visualize the night before a match or competition. You could visualize at night if you know that it is going to keep you up, though. Then then you you wouldn't do that. But if you know you go to bed at like nine ten o'clock, you could visualize at seven or eight. There's nothing wrong with that. But I still wouldn't do that the night before a tournament. I would or match. I would get it to the point where you're you're setting up because you and the reason why is because you want to be relaxed and get your mind off of wrestling. So or any sport or anything you're doing. So if you were gonna visualize, I'd visualize like come
1: up with a plan. That's the key and do it maybe two nights before. That would that would, how, be how, how about a mantra? Is a mantra the same as an affirmation? Essentially the same? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think that's <laughs> basically. I, I I use <laughs> Yeah. interchangeably yeah when i'm working with athletes
0: yeah hey, i try to think at the most practical level most people like is in a strict sense could you probably make a distinction between imagery and visualization probably can you make a distinction probably between an affirmation versus a mantra yeah probably but by and large people mean roughly the same thing with maybe minor
1: nuances probably for most people it's not gonna make much of a difference it's more of a repetition game get the reps in <laughs> Yeah, the, the problem for most people is not knowing the technical differences between an affirmation and a mantra, or imagery and visualization. It's are we doing it? Are we putting in enough time? Are we taking enough reps?
0: It's almost not going to happen. It's it's almost definitely not going to happen if you don't have a plan. That's why, again, with our teams, we're saying it before and after every mindset session. We worked with St. Cloud State the other week. I spoke with them. I got them coming up again next week. And, you know, they've been five out of the last seven years NCAA champs since we've been working with them. Uh, they didn't win a national title before we started working with them, at least in the modern time, maybe, maybe ever. But nonetheless, for them, I, you know, we had this captain stand up after that first mindset session. And I told them, it's on you guys to make sure that you're not only doing this. That Well, obviously, I'm making sure they do it on the mindset. Wall, but you're making sure they're doing it before and after every lift and before and after every practice. and We hold them accountable there. Now, that's just the team's affirmations, the mindset principles. You might have personal affirmations, and I could tell you it, it's a kind of coincidence here. I guess there's no coincidences, but Stratford signed uh, the Drexlers. I think about when um, when when we visited the Drexlers. When I visited the Drexlers' house the first time, when I was um I, I was Jake's sponsor. I was Jake and Manny's sponsor for their con- confirmation. But I was going for Jake's confirmation that time. I went back for Manny's the next year, and on the mirror in the bathroom were Manny's affirmations. And I thought this guy this guy's doing it. Like exactly what we said, getting his affirmations in, in the morning. So um, you got to build it
1: in, and the same thing with visualization. Really easy not to do. So you got to set that up. And here's Mark. a guy now, successful wrestler, but even after wrestling, he's pretty ripped, right? Yeah, pretty darn ripped. Several. Shout out to Manny Drexler. You might want to you might want to follow Manny on on Instagram. Learn learn a thing or two about fitness and nutrition. That's
0: right, and it's a... A true testimony, their their faith and their family. I mean, they're they're all great. I mean, Jake, Manny, Gavin, Grace, and yeah, obviously the parents, their grandparents are just awesome people. So yeah, we had, I wasn't even planning on that, but yet we're wearing his um,
1: wearing their. I, I should have noticed the shirt I was talking about, Gavin, the, the session yesterday, and you're wearing Stratford now. I should have put two and two together. It's it's comfortable. You know, we were not even trying to make a plug for them, but all
0: of our signs that we use are Stratford signs.
1: Not making a plug for them, other than to say they are the best in the business. And we have another one coming soon, actually. That's a sign we got to get. All right. So affirmations, um, quotes, mantras, whatever you want to call them. Here, Zeke Jones, very quotable coach, right? He was both of our coaches in in college. There were some a lot of Zekeisms you could call them. What are What are some of the things that that stand out? Yeah, when I was when I was going
0: through that when I made that visualization sequence that now is available for everyone. We just posted it up today. Basically, what I had in front of me, uh, Zeke Jones um, quotes. He would give us different handouts of what we should be telling ourselves. Um, Coach Sachi, Rutgers wrestling philosophy when I was over there for three years. Obviously, he was coaching forever. You know, um, I think Steve Fraser put out an article years ago in, in a Win magazine, something like that, or USA Wrestling. That was in front of me. And, of course, the, the timeless wisdom of, you know, all, all of our coaches we've had o- over the years. Coach Steve Giordano, multiple-time All-American New Jersey State champ. Um, Don Ernst, God rest his soul. And, obviously, you know, our good friends and mentors, Gerard and Andrew Perez. Gene Lazark. You know, good people over the years. Th- different assistant coaches. Um, but, yeah, so I had that in front of me. See quotes that he had. You know, win the match two or three times. I win all overtimes. Um, finish the match on top.
1: You could be t- you could be tired, but don't look tired.
0: Right, a- right. Win the you know win the battle off the whistle. And I know that there's a lot of overlap between what he said and and, and other coaches too. But you know, in other words, we weren't just pulling this from the sky. It was like yes, we have our own experiences. We were also using these. And 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 when you look at those points that that, that he was making those those affirmations, it was it was important because they they, they all were very they were they were chosen for a reason. Now, win the match two or three times. Maybe you get a bad call from a ref at the end, or you just get taken down at the end, and now it's an overtime or whatever. Instead of saying, oh, I had this match won, Zeke already planned in our head that, no, no, win the match two or three times. Okay. So, and again, notice now he's talking about winning. Ordinarily, we wouldn't talk about winning, but it's an adversity situation, like we said before. You're, you're, you're bummed. You're thinking like, oh, crap, I had this match won, and now it's bringing you back to winning. Also, he would say, I win all overtimes. Sounds like we're talking about winning. Well, what usually happens overtime, you're tired now. You have to dig down deep. So now that might be a time where you could shift to winning. It's very different saying that mid match when you're dead, or at the end of the match when you're dead tired, versus right before you step out on the mat and now you might be tentative and you won't even take a shot.
1: It's very very nuanced. That's why you got to have, that's another reason for a mindset coach. So you could go through those different things and, you know, and someone who understands you also, because that might not work for every single person. One of the, one of the, you mentioned coach G our high school coach. And one of the scenarios we were talking about before is if you're up by a point or two, or if it's a close match at the end, you know, hold the lead. Don't give up a takedown. Don't give up a score, a score, take, you know, don't give up a stall call. Coach G used to tell us, blow, blow them away. He used to say this when we were racing. So if we're, you know, right before a break in practice, I remember right. we did some sprints. sprints. He wasn't the track coach. <laughs> we, were, we were, well, yeah, that's right. It wasn't a race. We were doing sprints, which is a race. We were doing sprints in the middle of practice, I think it was. I think it was in the middle before our, we used to get it before our water break, and we do some sprints. And, you know, it wasn't just win the sprint. You know, you have, you're at the halfway point, and you have a, a good lead. We'll make it a bigger lead on the way back. So if I'm up by three in the match, make it a five-point lead right? It's, it's blow the guy away. And then you say, it doesn't have to be close. Just because I win the sprint doesn't mean I have to eke him out each time. No, maybe you win the first five sprints significantly, and then you lose the next three because you actually went as hard as you can, right? So it's blow him away. It doesn't have to be close, you know? So when you're in the third period, rather than thinking about don't give up a stall, don't get taken down, it's you know, don't make it close. Leave no doubt. That's another one that I've heard. Leave no doubt. Um, blow them away. It doesn't have to be close, but get the score. Yeah. Score, the, score the next point rather than, you know, I, you see it so much where a guy has a lead, a guy or a, g- a gal has a lead, and in this, the third period they don't do anything. It's You could tell it's just ma- maintenance the whole third period. Well, that means you didn't wrestle for a third of the match. You know, in a, in a certain way that's quitting. You know, and maybe that's this is beyond the scope of this this lesson, but but it's an important lesson nonetheless.
0: Right, and, and the more we talk about it, the more you realize just how nuanced it is. Because when it's even even we say like leave no doubt, at that time that makes sense. But if you really examine that, like leave no doubt to who? To your opponent? To the crowd? Like what are you, <laughs> are you leaving no doubt to? And then once you look at that, you're like, well, that's prey mindset because I'm thinking about them. No, no, no. This is a very specific period of time when you're in the third period and you have a lead by three or four points and you know darn well you can coast. So it's that's that moment where you're tired, bored, lazy, those kind of things where you need to drop the hammer. So you might need to be have a little bit more urgency and your language can reflect that. So you really do need a mindset coach to optimize this because we're giving general principles, which are excellent. But. You know, the best is always gonna be when we see each individual person. It's you know, you just can't compare to that.
1: We we alluded before to the, you know, you were talking well, you were talking about the left and right side brain, and I answered the question wrong, right? You want to use both sides of your brains, but we said right side. So I did give a little teaser there. In other words, you don't want to be thinking critically right. when you're wrestling. So that's where the affirmations and mantras are gonna come in. You wanna have those short words or phrases that help you to so you're not thinking too much. Right so you're not overthinking during a match. And, th- and the first one that comes to my mind is when you're on your feet. And you-, you said this in the in the imagery sequence, "Your tie or no tie." It's short, it's sweet, but that that says so much. <laughs> right? "Your tie or no tie." If you actually live that out, that's going to that's going to serve you really well on your feet. So it's either I'm getting the my tie up or I'm clearing the tie because I don't want anyone to control an underhook on me or rush in or whatever it is, elbow control. My tie or no tie. So it's just, again, that would be a good example of having that short mantra to shut down the left side of your brain so you're not thinking or analyzing and you're able to be more creative out there. So it seems like you're laser, you're lasering in on something, but you're doing that so that you don't overthink, so that you can use more of the, the creative side of your brain, the more artistic side.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, um, like, like how you think about like muscle memory. Right. You, practice, you drill the move over and over again so you don't have to think about it. It's basically the same thing. It's it's really almost identical. Instead of being muscle memory, it's memory memory. <laughs> it just, it's in
1: other words, it's just in it's ingrained. It becomes part of of your of your subconscious. That's all I got on the agenda. Why don't you give a little rundown again of the the latest product on wrestling mindset? So it's imagery, visualization, and the affirmation sequence. It's about I think I just saw was it 20 about 21 or 22 minutes of um audio footage right this was made
0: by popular demand make no mistake i had coaches calling us up saying this is what we want we want our athletes to have some mindfulness some visualization and what they should think specifically during a match when i spoke to these coaches i said well hey you know it's um we have a mid we have a mid tournament mindset series that's also something everyone here should have we made it years ago but it still represents great material me basically being with there with you there at a tournament, what you should be thinking, what you should be telling yourself. So yeah, that's our mid-tournament mindset MP3s. Definitely get that. I mean that's that's just an easy one. Now you just have that your athletes, they should have that on their phone. Right. So that's that's easy enough. But but that wasn't enough. They were looking for what should I be telling myself mid-match? And that's again where our benefit of having worked with not hundreds of wrestlers, not thousands of wrestlers, but tens and thousands of wrestlers probably eventually going to get to 100,000 hundred thousands at a, at a certain point. Definitely. Um, obviously our experiences and, and not just us, but also you look at the, the mindset of all these great, uh, the, these great athletes um, that we've, that we've studied over the years, the best research that sports psychology has that, that that's available. So we're fusing it all together. What all these champions tell themselves, what we've learned scientifically, our personal experience and all the people we worked with. So, you know, and our coaches throughout all the years. So it's we brought it all together, made it very easy to use. It's short, and that's that's beneficial because that's something you could listen to over and over and over again. And then you could start thinking like some of these great people because you know that, th- that what you hear, these affirmations and this, this visualization sequence, you could be sure, Zeke Jones is telling people this at Arizona State. You can be sure these other coaches that I brought up, this, this is what they are saying. So now
1: it becomes part of how you think. And I was just going to add, it, it sounds kind of funny at first, right? Because you're going through different affirmations for 20, 21 minutes and you're like, yeah, Gene's just kind of going through these affirmations. But then you listen, you're like, well, yeah, these things are important. Like, I, I want my kids to hear this. Like, if they, if they can internalize the things that you're saying there, they're going to they're gonna be a better wrestler. They're going to be a more dangerous wrestler. They're going to have a better perspective. So as funny as it sounds at some point when you're just going through affirmations for 21, 22 minutes, it's it's useful. It's like yeah, you actually want that. You want those things ingrained in here. It's gonna make for a better wrestler, better perspective. So again, I want to go back to we didn't intend on doing this. Like we weren't trying to do a promotional for this product. We had a few coaches reach reach out to us recently, and um, like I said, I did a I did a workshop yesterday on this exact topic. So it's kind of fresh in our mind. So if you have a topic, if there's something you want to hear us talk about. Re, you know post a comment in here reach out to us uh, mindset at wrestlingmindset.com send us an email dm us on twitter or instagram post a comment on youtube right just just let us know so you know we're we're fluid like that we can we can change the topics based on popular demand you know we're here we're here to help you so coaches parents wrestlers let us know what you want us to talk about next
0: hey, we're happy to help Absolutely. Make sure you capitalize on that. Again, it's it's just great information. And there's different learners. There's some people are more auditory learners, some more visual learners. For some people, you don't every single one of our lessons and every single one of our mindset, our talks, it's not going to hit with every single person. I get it. That's not how it is. But I guarantee. I mean, it's just so in-depth. The breadth and the depth of everything that we cover is just ridiculous. I mean, there's just nothing else out there like that. There just isn't. So when you when there's gonna be something for everyone. So so some of you, this might not be your thing. For others, this is gonna change your wrestling. This is gonna change the way you think on the mat and what you tell yourself even during workouts. So capitalize on it. It's worth it. What do we have? It's like
1: $29.99. Yep. We're putting so it's it's up for $49.99. It's on discount for discount twenty-nine ninety nine at least through Black Friday. Then there's cyber monday so it's worth a grab let's let's call through through november so through november you save 20 bucks since it's a brand new product so 29.99 and then the other mid-tournament mindset is 29.99 so you get both of them for 60 bucks well worth it a ton of information in there that has taken us and of the other coaches that we learned it from you'd have to say thousands and thousands of hours to to learn this stuff and to get that in uh, maybe the, maybe it's an hour total of footage. Um, it just it's a lot of wisdom right there.
0: Put that in your honestly, you put that on your headphones. Then how would you use that practically? You use that practically after practice. You're tired. You lay down. You put your sweats on. You keep that sweat going. Just listen to it. Close your eyes and just let the sweat come out after that practice and internalize it before you're going to sleep. Put it on. I mean, it's not meant to be like a really intense thing. You not, I'm not yelling into the to the phone and say, hips, 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 right? Like we've joked around about before in the past. Stuff is said. No, it's not like that. It's We made it easier. So listen to it before going to sleep. Listen to it after a practice. Listen to it during a workout. And what's going to happen is just you're naturally going to be saying these things to yourself and you're going to be ready to go. So don't reinvent the wheel. Use the wisdom of the of the great people who've come before you. So we remind you again that whether it's wrestling, school, business, or life. Mindset makes the difference. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the bell, give us the thumbs up, and we're going to keep pumping out great information. Let us know any topics you want us to cover or any products. If it makes sense, we'll do it. Have a great week.